Welcome back, random fanatics, to the random fandom with Brandon. Is that a new one? Brandon, yeah, I just, I just threw it out there. It actually makes sense. Does it? Fanatics fandom. Yeah, I kind of like it. I'm Brandon. You're Brandon. Well, regardless of what you identify as, thank mm-hmm. you for listening to our podcast. It's the random fandom with Brandon. Brandon, episode one thirty two, and today we are talking about hamburgers and invisible aliens. That, that checks out. Yeah. As you may know, Hulu has a couple of new movies out. Yeah. Uh, Bob's Burgers, which was in theaters like a few months ago, uh-huh. but it's new newish to Hulu. Is there a is there like a colon something something like Bob's Burgers the the bobbing like what is the I think it's just the movie the movie yeah kind of like the way the Simpsons did the movie okay yeah the so Simpsons the Bob's movie. Burgers movie for those of you like us who are Bob's Burgers fans oh, fans through of the and show through. since day um, one this was kind of a cool cool welcome um, and we'll talk about. You know, how it stacks up to the show, whether it stacks up as a movie. Mm-hmm. And then, I know this is a total <laughs> 180, but then we're By going comparison. to talk about the movie Prey. Yeah. Which is a sort of a prequel to the Predator movies. Yeah. So, um, if you have not seen either of those movies, full spoiler in effect. Yeah. Um, because we don't want to censor ourselves, but we will... Uh, Try no, we're gonna spoil it. Let's just spoil it. By the time this comes out, it's enough time. And genuinely, not a whole lot to spoil. You know what Predator is about. Honestly, you're right. I, yeah, and neither movie really. No, not really. But yeah, just in case you are sensitive to any potential spoilers, whatever you would consider a spoiler, we're just gonna dive into the movies. Spend like 10, 15 minutes on each. Get in, get out. Thank you for your time. Uh, thank you for your time. Oh. I've been mean to ask you a question. Yes, please. Why don't you grow a beard? Like you have, like not a baby beard. You have the makings of a beard. You have the ability, but I've never seen you take it past this length in the almost twenty years I've known you. Maybe a little bit further. I like. Don't you want something you can like rub your fingers through? Oh, yours. I that's what I do for you. But of your own for the oh, times no. I'm not with you. Uh, I I want to see what you would look like with the a beard. Thing, so when I start to grow it out, mm-hmm. it, it gets to a okay. The, five o'clock shadow, five o'clock point, shadow. Right? No, no, not even okay. that. Five o'clock shadow, and it lasts, and you, and then, and it just all of a sudden one day, it's like I go from handsome dude with a five o'clock shadow to oh, is he homeless? I don't know what it is about my face, but when my beard gets too long, I definitely look like I'm living on the street. So I just avoid that. Do you think that's what I look like, or are you just saying for yourself? I'm just saying for myself. Okay. I'm saying it's it's my, you know, this petite punchable face that just looks homeless when I have too much facial hair. All right. Today's episode is about railing on the homeless. No, it's, it's uh, railing railing on railies. Or Rayliota. Or the ha- homeless that hang out at railies. For which they're known. Yeah. Yeah. Is anyone making this episode possible today? Yeah, we have a few fake sponsors for you today. Um, uh, should I start? Please. Okay. First fake sponsor today is a new virtual reality kind of life simulator okay. slash video game. It's called Lay Down the Law. Please go on. So in this in this simulator, you get to actually put Jude Law to bed. He's known to fuss at night. And, and tuck him in. Yeah. Read him a bedtime story. You're 
you're laying down the law. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could be better. I would like love to just yeah. kiss his little. Is he British? He's British, right? I, he looks British. He looks British. Just get a little kiss yeah. on his British forehead. Yeah. I okay. agree. Well, lay down the law as soon as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to put your foot down. Yeah. And on the law him. down. Yeah. <laughs> what else? What else? I don't know. Do you have one? Oh, I think I do. It's a lot to process. Okay. Extra large capacity brand food processors. <laughs> cool. Sometimes get, life gives you a lot to process. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Thank you. I like you. Yeah. And last fake sponsor for you all today is hot goss on hot goss. Meaning? Uh, See, so uh, this is a website with hot gossip on Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Speaks for o- itself. Obviously known as hot goss. So it's all about the hot goss on hot goss at this website. Sign up today. Yeah, at dot com. com? In oh. fact, pause this podcast. We'll still be here when you get back and go yeah. check it out. And then go by, um, what else? bedtime with- uh the lay down the law yeah virtual reality simulator slash video game and then get your extra large capacity food processor because it can be a lot to process and then hit play okay cool we're here <laughs> thank you for that all that is making today's episode possible right yeah true okay ish <laughs> we're starting with our discussion on bob's burgers <laughs> and and then there's just a weird pause. And I don't know who's going to do... I just... Okay, let's kick into our general thoughts. I really wish I didn't say kick in all the time. No, no, that's Uh-oh. okay. <laughs> I, I, there's certain things I've come to accept about me and you as right. it pertains yeah. to our, our, our leanings, our crutches. Right. Like, I want to tell you. <laughs> no, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I know this, and that's why I don't get sensitive over it anymore. <laughs> um. I don't want to sound negative, but I really didn't enjoy this movie. Neither did I. What the fuck? Why wasn't this <laughs> okay. better, right? I just want to be like, am I just being an asshole? No, I, I, I love this show so much. I know. And I just felt this was a nothing movie. It, it was nothing happening. It felt like an average episode that went way too long. Yes. There are... And some of the jokes uh, just weren't no. funny. Some and of the, they did too much singing. I knew they were going to. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, they... I mean, the show obviously loves its songs. And the songs were bad. They weren't good. Like... Th- it just felt like I mean, someone's like B effort. Kind of like that, your performance at work today. Yeah. Yeah. I know that the music is never like nobody watches it for the music. Like there's some funny songs on occasion. Sure. I like the songs at the end. Like I Yeah, I felt like they they had an opportunity to go full musical. Like right. full Disney musical where they actually get really good writers to write these almost show tunes-ish, you know, songs. And I know none of the characters who voice, sorry, none of the actors who voice the characters have good singing voices, but like, I don't know, bring in other people to do the songs or have like, you know, these third party, you know, uh, characters do the actual singing. I, I don't know, but I just felt like every time a song came on, I was more annoyed. Yes. I didn't like the song. And I expected the music to be there, but it just wasn't there you know i'm saying i expected it to be there but it wasn't there for me yeah it just felt like it took away from the movie it did and it wasn't it was like not enough singing to make it feel like a musical and just enough singing to make it annoying every time it came yeah that's a pretty fair assessment yeah dude i was like almost halfway through this movie i was like already on my phone i was kind of bored by this movie it was so what what do we know it was like a murder mystery basically set to the the tune and the theme of bob's burgers and their uh, Wharf Arts Center. I forget what town they live in, but it's right by the Wharf Arts. 
which sounds like <laughs> war, war farts. They've made that joke in the show, so it's funny. Uh, but, yeah. but yeah, and there's just certain things you expect a movie to pay off that the series never did or go places they never uh-huh. would, right? Like take advantage of their PG-13 rating. So maybe right. like drop a swear word. Or do you remember like how the Simpsons movie like killed Dr. Nick? Just like, oh, I didn't know that was him. Like, a, like yeah. just something that it goes out of their lane, but they're allowed to be in. I thought they would pay off like Tina and Jimmy Jr. Yep. I thought they would finally show you Luis without her ears. Just all these little things that have been a part of the show for like 11 seasons and counting. And they didn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. It was just like they, 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 they had even, the keys to the car and they didn't take it for a drive. They didn't even leave the freaking street that they always are on. Yeah. it. You know, the Simpsons. The Simpsons went huge scale, right? They yeah. got out of Springfield. Like, yeah. You know, there's just... There was nothing here that made it feel like a movie except the runtime. Yeah, that was about it. And like you said, it did feel like just an over an episode that kind of overstayed itself. Yeah. And Bob's it Burgers been- is like a, a favorite show of mine. I look forward to it every week on Hulu when I catch the replay and it's just like a feel good show and it didn't work in this format. No, it didn't. I, I think it would have been much better to to cap the end of a season with a three episode arc would have been way better. And, and they've done that before. Yeah. Do the same. It could be the same story. That's fine. Have all the music. That's fine. But in a show form where you're splitting up into say three or three or so episodes, even four episodes, if you wanted to go that long, I guess that would probably equal the runtime. Right. It would have been better. And it just felt like it really overstayed its welcome here. And something that I really picked up on is, you know, obviously, just like any show, I love the Simpsons, South Park, Family Guy. You have a huge ensemble cast. Some <clears throat> characters recurring more than others, but they just like left some people off. There was no yeah. her sister. Yep, uh, Gail. Right? I yep, don't remember yep. seeing Gail unless nope. it was one of the times I was looking down my phone. There wasn't some like the school kids that like are part of the cast, and if they were, they were just there for like a brief second. Like weave them into the story. I thought the kids yeah. part was fun in the story. It felt like kind of Goonies ish. Like we're on this adventure and we're running away from a murderer and we're trying to like shed light. But it just, it was just felt so recycled, lazy, easy. I I don't know. Lazy. And I hate to say that because I I, I think the show writing is great, but I think the movie writing was lazy because you do expect more out of a full movie. It's just. You do like they should have got more. Like you, you mentioned, we didn't see any any other characters. We I know this whole movie, their arc in the movie was all about the family, right? Mm-hmm. Fine, but like get others in the town to like help out and and pull like an ensemble thing together and have your Avengers moment at the end. And I know not every movie can have that, but like make it a grander scale that makes it feel more than the TV show. And they didn't. Yeah, you know I I've been wanting to see it. I've been wanting to talk about it, and now that I've done both, I don't have a whole lot to say. No, it's no. it's odd, right? It's just I guess we didn't spoil this one at all. No, it well a murder mystery, yeah, but nothing really happened. It, like you said, it was just like it just felt like the same kind of Saturday or Sunday night stop and go, just way overstretched in the timeline. Like nothing about this was super memorable. Yeah. Well, then maybe that's a sign that honestly we don't spend too much time talking about this movie. I mean, yeah. You know, I just it's okay to have wanted more. Uh, And this it's hard. Let's let's face it. There's something in the the sphere of translation that doesn't work in the favor of animated shows to a film. 
really yeah. doesn't. There are some exceptions along the way, but that's generally just not an area that crosses over well. I do. I really do think, though, it can if you have the right um, writing and directing. I mean, look at like Beavis and Butthead Do America or something like that's that. A per- or, that's a perfect shining example. Or, um, you know, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Like, oh, yeah, huh? There are there, some. There are some really good examples of when a TV show goes full length and it's just good. But this way, I just pile this one like in the same category as like. You know, when Family Guy tried to make a movie, granted it went straight to DVD, the Stewie Griffin sure. story. It just felt like a bunch of incongruent episodes that were way it, too long. Uh, the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie right. didn't work. There's some others. I can't remember them right now. But yeah, this one, unfortunately, is just not in that that category yep. that yep. I would say, hey, this is a good example of which. If Agreed. I had to, like, kind of on the outs here, give it a rating, I'd just say it was like a six. Like, there were still yeah. some funny parts. I was. I laughed out mm-hmm. loud in some of the jokes. Yeah, like, I was mildly entertained as a whole. But just didn't keep my attention. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, six point five for me. Yeah, it's kind of. I, I think I think it helped because I split the movie into two or three different watchings. Oh, okay, viewings, you could say. V- viewings. Yeah. What's watching? <laughs> um, I didn't watch it all in once because I couldn't honestly. <laughs> like it just was too much to, to watch in once. So. Yeah, and I think the uh, fact that I really cherish this show and have come to love it so much. And it's just part of like my routine as far as my viewing habits. That, maybe that's what made it just, a, I was felt a little more defensive over it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wanted more for it. It's like when you have a son who you know is really smart or really funny or re- whatever, or a kid, I should say. I don't know why I chose. I'm sorry for needlessly gendering. Um, but then you Says know. Says the guy with the daughter. <laughs> whatever. Um, I know you can do better. Yeah. So I'm disappointed. It hurts even more. Like if this was the only effort you ever put yeah, out. Yeah, I know. And this is all I ever knew of you. Okay, then, you know, it's to scale. Uh, that's why the Marvel movies lately have been kind of. They feel they feel more impactful to us when they suck. Because not just because we wasted our time or money, but because we expect more from it. Fair. Because they've earned that respect previously. So anyway. Overall, uh, disappointment. Not bad. Just kind of disappointing. Um, would you feel the same way about the other movie we're going to talk about? Yeah, so let's talk about the movie Prey, mm-hmm. which also came out on Hulu. Pray tell. Uh, so, for those who don't know, this is a prequel of sorts to the whole Predator series. Yeah. And I think, in one of my my humblest of opinions, one of the best Predator movies that we've got so far. I'm good. Not saying the best. No. But probably besides Predator. Predator 1, and I, I'm i going to exclude like Predator... I, I haven't seen all of them, and I can't even remember if I really like Predator 2. Can I Predator tell you real 2. quick? Here's, here's me in my game. <clears throat> yeah. I love Aliens. I love Predator. Two like, iconic franchises that have gotten some really shitty... Yeah. Uh, Sequels and prequels, yeah. Yeah. Um, that just feel like exploit, just because the name recognition... Yeah. Um, so there was Predator, of course. Predator 2. Undervalued film. Go back and watch it. That's, actually, I remember thinking it wasn't bad, but it was so long ago that I saw yeah. it that I can't see it. And then it. we had Predators uh-huh. back in like 2011 with Adrian Brody. Lawrence Fishman was in there when they... And that was bad. They're on the... It was okay. It was okay for me. Okay. That's when they were on the Predators' actual planet. They had uh-huh. been abducted and they were the game. They were like being hunted on the planet, like yeah. brought to the planet. And there were multiple hunted. Predators, multiple targets. <clears throat> and then we had like from like 2000, I'm going to say 19... The Predator, which was a complete bullshit movie that does not exist and shouldn't in anyone's mind. That's the one where they got like uh, Keegan, Mike, Keegan Michael Key, and, and like a bunch, and a bunch, like an ensemble type cast. It was so wasn't bad. Adrian Brody in that one too, or no, am I mixing it, was not. it up? No, okay. even he wouldn't touch that. 
Um, and then, of course, when we had the offshot, like you Alien know, versus Predator, and then and Alien versus Predator Requiem, those kind of exist yeah. separately. They just got the licensing to use the character in the name. Fine. I would count, but that's the thing. Predator is not like there's no direct path, especially if you look between all the films. It's just like movies inspired by or in the like, for lack of a better term, the universe. Yeah. But as a movie <clears throat> based on the timeline, this is a prequel by that definition. And it was awesome. It was worthy. It was good. And I didn't surprisingly expect, so. I didn't expect much. When you see something going straight to Hulu, I'm like, yes, because if it's a movie I want to watch, I don't have to freaking leave uh-huh. my house. But at the same time, I'm like, wait, why is it only coming to Hulu? Right. You're There's like, always if, that, that caveat yeah, nowadays. If Bob's Burgers can go to theaters for a bit and Prey doesn't, that there seems to be a disconnect, right? Because yeah. this you, is much more of a theater movie. This had a fuller cinematic experience. Yeah. For sure. Did you catch uh, who directed this movie? And no. Actually. This was the same guy. I do not know his name. And hopefully he gets to make a big name for himself going forward to the point where we'll know it by heart. But uh, this was the same guy who directed 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, A yeah. very good film. Yeah. Very I... different from what I expected as well, which would kind of felt like uh-huh. something that I would repeat about this movie. Um, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was actually like the Predator was kind of secondary. Not like as far as screen time or like presence, yeah. but like story. This was not a movie about, you know, big oiled up muscle bound guys and or, you know, detectives in L.A., which was the the synopsis for number two. This was about, you know, someone's own personal journey. Mm-hmm. And it had like and you might look at this weird and that's totally fine if you do. But this almost felt like is reminiscent in themes and tonality to Mulan. Like I'm surrounded by males. I'm a female, which doesn't yeah, need to prove myself. Yeah. And then like, I will just take the reins, even yeah. though I've got like my mom and other members of my tribe basically saying, oh no, that's not your place. And so it was like her, not coming of age, but her, her journey. Yeah. Infused with the fact that you have a space alien coming to. Just like Milan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's where they differ. But up until that point. Pretty similar. No, no, I actually it was a better Milan film than the live action Milan film. I don't even remember that. Yeah. Um, Stop with these live action movies. Just let the animates. <laughs> just let let the good movies just live on in our memories, please. Please. Um, okay, so I agree with everything you said. I think that the th- they finally figured out the recipe to a good Predator movie. Mm-hmm. Um, by going, what made the first one so good? And it was really, truly the simplicity of it. And it, it was just this sort of, it was this sort of hunt between Predator and Prey, right? I mean, I, yes. I and, it that, and, well. it, and it escalates very well. And it escalates and you have the underdog. It's obviously the humans are the underdog. They're the underpowered. But how they can still overcome this high-tech alien creature that they know nothing about. Yes. And that was, even though we're dealing with a whole different group, that sense was still there. But you got rid of the whole 80s machismo thing, which is great, because we're kind of past that. And I think now focusing on, like, a woman's journey through that, but, you know, wanting to prove herself and not she didn't want to prove herself in this way but she is forced to Mm -hmm. i think it worked really well based on just that simplicity 
it, and it was action packed. It was fun. And I mean, think about how cheap this movie was to make compared to, you know, most movies out now. Yeah. And, and I'm assuming that it's making a decent amount of money. It's getting good reviews. Everybody's really liking it. How do you base it? Make making money when someone's just already paying a subscription. I actually don't know that. There's metrics out there somewhere. I don't know if they pay like per per view or sure. if they just say, we're going to give you one lump sum of money to make this and they're banking on the fact that it's going to bring enough subscribers or at least keep enough, uh, enough subscribers. I have no idea. I felt like there was a decent enough delayed reaction in this movie. Like we don't... There's a little bit of a buildup that focuses more on I'm, I'm forgetting the character's name, but sure. our, our our primary character, we don't see the predator to like 40 minutes in. You know, you yeah. hear hints of him, you see his silhouette as he's you know cloaked, but we don't actually see him. But once he's there, it's full on. And yep. yeah, I thought the kills were really creative and fun. I thought the 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 character development for the short lived time that was because this basically took place over the course of like what a couple days and nights. Feels yeah, like, yeah, maybe at best, maybe, yeah, maybe not even. But the character development I thought was pretty, pretty good for what we were working with. Um, I like the fact that she got her ass kicked so much before she even tangles with him, and then she just like unlocks her potential. Uh, and it's always, it's always smarts that it's going to get the predator because you cannot match him mm-hmm. or her. There's female predators. You cannot match them. You cannot. Um, out muscle them as evidenced by the fact he took down a freaking grizzly bear which was fun as hell mm-hmm. but you can and they proved in the movies outsmart them yep and i like the fact that we actually got a dead predator in this movie yeah because even talking, in the first movie right? yeah we didn't he, get one he he had him beat you know but remember he self-detonated um so that was kind of cool i love the fact that they really focused on hunting as man knew it and then it really shifted to now man is being hunted yeah. because, you know, it was all about her hunt and her, yep. the term that I'm going to free Like it sounded like quinceanera. Yeah. I know. Um, I really like the fact that uh predator before he interacts with humans, have you noticed each kill and each spine he ripped out, it was ramping up. Remember he kills the rattlesnake first, then it's the wolf, then it's the bear. Like he's, he's going up the chart looking, of the food chain. Well, he, I think he's, he's looking to, to, to go, to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's looking to go as high as he can on that yeah, they're skull, predator they're prey chain. And so when he first got there and he sees, you know, a rat and a snake and he sees a snake eat the rat, he goes He's like, you're a predator. You're the predator. I'm going to go after you. Yeah. And I thought same that was with, really a cool yeah. little undertone and just how it, it wasn't like the bear first, then he kills the rat snake. It was very intentionally. Yeah. He's ramping up leading to, oh, who are these guys with guns? chasing the the rabbit and yeah yeah it was very well done like that and you know predator they made a sense that he has he or she they have a sense of i only hunt other predators and i only hunt what could be perceived as a threat and i love the fact that she was pissed at predator for not hunting her or fighting her because remember there's times where he just walks by her she's her foot's in the trap remember so he's just like cool i'm gonna go somewhere else Mm. and then that became her obsession she's like no fight me like, take me serious. I'm a threat. And it's all part mm-hmm. of her journey. And I really thought that was yep. really cool weaving of story. There wasn't a whole lot that I disliked about the movie, but was there anything else that you like want to highlight? I, I think one thing I just want to highlight, and it just goes to the fact that I think that this movie surprised all of us that were watching it. It came we out had, of nowhere, too. We had uh, 
five, six, five people watching. Well, if you count Theo. Six if you count Theo, who's a baby. It's just six months. And uh, we all, like the movie started and we all were just joking. About oh, I was it. getting actually irritated because I like to watch my movies in silence, but I didn't say anything. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of us yeah. were um, just kind of like commenting once in a while and, and kind of joking because I think that we didn't expect this movie to be very good. But once we all kind of realized, oh, this is a good movie that we should pay attention to. Yeah, we got quiet. We, the, whole, the whole, everybody got quiet. Especially yeah. when Predator starts ramping up the yeah, kills. It was, it was really good. So anyway, you said you want to end with one thing. Just the only slight little problem I have with this movie is the, I'm going to call them, for lack of a better term, the French fur traders. Yeah, okay. That one guy in particular, like the main one, it was overacting up a storm. Okay. He was very the big one. Yeah. Or okay. With the beard, who was like yeah. the loud, boisterous one, who was like yeah, clearly sure. in command. It just got really uh, like I'm like that's so even in the early 1700s, which I gather this was from. It was weirdly cheesy and just kind of took away just for the time he was on screen. Sure. But he got a pretty cool death, so I was happy with yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's all the more reason why you were supposed to want to see him get killed more. Uh, the, like I said, the kills were very creative and fun. Um, and I love the fact, and I mentioned this to one of the guys we were watching the movie with. I'm like, oh, Predator will probably have to scale the same weapons, but 300 years, 400 years earlier. Or yeah. Whatever. And, and sure enough, like his little uh, triage of lasers yeah. were actually like bolts, not just like a, like a uh-huh. blast of lightning fire or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And his shield was like, and, it was still. And his mask. I mean, his yeah, mask, and the mask was. And his look even. Incredibly yeah. advanced. But to scale for how many 500 years ago now, yep. I was thought... Ah, like, they're damn. still advanced. They're still advanced enough to have ships that can come and drop people, you know. Yeah, their... and she thought it was a Thunderbird, a f- uh, fire in the sky, yeah. a sign. I love that. It was all about her. It started with her. It ended with her. Yeah. And I don't want to see a sequel. I don't want to see Prey 2. Just let this be. It was cool. This had a very similar feel, like a strong female lead, like in 10 Cloverfield Lane, mm. an overarching threat. Predator, John Goodman, you know, you got mm-hmm. something that stands in your way and is threatening to kill you or sort of a smaller scale feel. Yeah. You're not in a big area. We you're... never like went like into a sandbox. Yep. And this was the perfect setting in retrospect. At first I was like, oh, how's that going to work? But it was the perfect setting. It was the perfect timepiece for a predator. Why shouldn't predators have existed? How many years? Oh, ago? yeah. It was awesome. No guns fired except for the muskets. But those are like, you know, pre guns. <laughs> there was a. That scene there's was that hilarious. One, one, like the, the whole movie, there's no humor in it except in one scene where they just all fire and then there's this, this pause and then they all like, oh, we got to start reloading, but it takes like a minute and a half powder. to reload. Oh my God. Can you imagine the futility of muskets nowadays? <sighs> I know. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I, let's, this let's was give a, this a review. This, I well, think we are reviewing it. You mean a rating? A rating. Yeah. View. <laughs> Do you want to view my rating? I can write it down. <laughs> what is for you. yeah? So will you write it down so I can view? So it? what is your in my mind? Rating? I had this was a solid eight, but then when I was talking about more, I'm like, I liked it better than eight. I'm gonna say like, I'll say eight and a half. A I, very strong offering. I think I would also give it. I think you know, I didn't expect anything from this movie, so I was pleasantly surprised, which always increases my score just a bit. I think I'd still give it an eight because I got to recognize how there are movies that I really really enjoyed that i gave an eight to that i think are just genuinely better movies but for the scale that it meant to be for the story it meant to tell i think it was damn near perfect um so i I, yeah i was very happy with it i'm gonna give it an eight yeah thumbs up 
basically what this takeaway is between the two of us. Go Pretty it. solid movie. Yeah, yeah, go watch this movie. And then come back for episode 133 uh, soon. Okay, yeah. Uh, Brandon, before we go, <laughs> yes, if you'll please. allow me a minute, mm-hmm. I do have a shadow of the synopsis, something we get to do every once in a while when so inspired. Yeah, great. And I have what I consider to be a good one. I don't know if you'll consider it to be a Probably good one. Probably not. Okay, so every once in a while we throw out a movie, a TV show, a game, a graphic novel, something that we've consumed at some point, <clears throat> and we synopsize it for the other person Yeah, like and see if they can get Back of the it. DVD cover kind of thing, but without names and... See if we can guess what it is. Now you're going to read one to me. Okay, I cannot wait to say this word in context. Okay. This is about a Coos Bay, which I actually drove through recently on my trip to Oregon, a Coos Bay, Oregon student who is too small to play most sports, but he becomes a talented distance runner. He enrolls at the University of Oregon in 1969 and meets fellow Oregon Ducks track and field athletes Pat Tyson and Mac Wilkins. He goes on to have an amazing college career and then he ends up running in the Munich Olympic Games, but then he dies at age 24. <laughs> and then he dies somehow. Um, Come on. You, sh- you sure? You sure this is the, the path you're taking? Okay, mustaches? <laughs> trying to contextually clue you in. No, I... I 1997. Okay. Jared Leto. God, he's been around for at least 25 years. Even before that, My So-Called Life. I really don't know. I don't think I've seen this. This was that movie Prefontaine. I don't... I what? have no idea. You're really showing... No. The only... No. The only Fontaine I know is from Bioshock. Well, this was. This is the prequel. This is, this is pre-Fontaine. <laughs> that Fontaine. Okay, yeah. got it. It's the same guy, basically. A man chooses a slave obeys. Would you kindly? Uh, okay, well, that is... If you're going to watch a Jared Leto movie anytime soon... And you're deciding between Morbius or anything else. <laughs> make this part of anything okay. else. Okay. Yeah. 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 What if? What about Suicide Squad? Is that a part he of anything else? Tech- okay. Anything that you haven't seen. Okay. And that hasn't already pissed you off before. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. What happened to him? Jared Leto. Yeah. No, I mean, I know he's around. I just mean, like, what happened to his his acting career? Like, he he used to. I feel like he used to take jobs that were pretty good, and and lately just. Bad, 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 continuously. Poor guy. I can't counter that, but then I don't care enough to have an opinion. I guess. Yeah, I'm horribly neutral on Jared Leto as a consumer of his goods and services. He's not a bad actor. He's just an over-actor. Yeah. I I know I don't like his music. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I do like? Wrapping up our podcast. (laughs) Yeah, so hey, guys, real quick, we're on our way out. Thank you so much for listening. But first, give us a holler on Twitter if you want. Eh. It's at random fandom WBB plus our email. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I pointed to you. Oh, our, yeah. I, when you said WBB plus, I was like, oh, do we oh. have like a new streaming service? At random fandom. Wait, fandom. At, at, <laughs> shut up. At random fandom WBB. Mm-hmm. In addition to that Twitter account, we have an email. Ah, the. Served you up the. Yes, yeah. the random fandom cast at gmail.com. Yeah. Rate us, review us, give us a holler. What are we talking about next? Maybe you have an influence in that. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) But anyways, if you want to do any of that, please. Okay, we're out of here. Thank you for being a fan of our fandom. Stay geeky.